In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. I want to say a few words about the hymn that we just heard, the beautiful hymn of St. Cassiany. This is about the adulterous woman. And the way it works in the church is that the author of the hymn is who it's named after. St. Cassiany lived in the 8th century. She was not the adulterous woman. That was not her name. She's the hymnographer who wrote, who wrote this. We see this throughout the church. Matthew wrote a gospel, but it's not about him. It's about Christ, but it's the gospel of Matthew. The canon of St. Andrew of Crete is not about St. Andrew of Crete, right? But he wrote it. So the hymn of Cassiany is about the sinful woman. And what we have here is a contrast in this service between this sinful woman who pays a great price, a great price, for the spikenard to anoint Jesus. And she's contrasted with Judas, who is envious of her love, and who appears to be so pragmatic. Shouldn't that have been sold and given to the poor? He cared not for the poor. He wanted to steal the money. But even if he did care for the poor, what we see is that this woman in her love offers her repentance to God and is willing to pay a tremendous personal cost for it. Tremendous cost. A dinar is one day's payment for your labor in the field. 300 denarii is a year's worth. Of, of work. So, however much money you make in a year, ask yourself the question, are you willing to give that to God as part of your repentance and ask Him to forgive you? That's how deep this woman's repentance was. She was willing to give everything she had to anoint His feet. And last night we heard in the Gospel reading here at Matins, Christ saying, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! It's the, it's the fearful chapter of woes. And I said last night, we often think that's other people. Shame on them! They're terrible people! But we need to be looking at ourselves. Woe to me! Because I am like the scribes and the Pharisees. Woe to me for my hardened heart. We have to see ourselves and not be pointing the finger at somebody else. And in this hymn, this woman says, Woe is me. Judas says, Woe is her. How dare she? And even Simon the leper at whose house this happens says how is this how does he allow this to happen woe is Jesus woe is her everybody's saying woe is somebody else <laughs> this woman says woe is me from the depths of her heart knowing that she has lived a life of sinfulness and debauchery and darkness as it says a dark and lightless Night, But what did we hear in the Gospel? In John chapter 12. Walk in the light. Christ is the light. 
And yet Judas says, wretched Judas, he says, she shouldn't have done that. And she says, I shouldn't have done all my sins. And what did we just pray a few minutes ago? Help me to see my own sins and not to judge my brother. The church puts all of this here for us. And too many times we miss it. We miss it because we're distracted. We're hungry, whatever. We're tired. But brothers and sisters, please like, do everything you can to walk into these life-giving words and put yourself in the hymn, in the position of the worst person in the hymn. That is how we spur our repentance. I have seen in my brief life some amazing, amazing acts of repentance, and I've seen the tears flow. And I have to say, woe is me, for I have not repented the way that I have seen other people. It is a gift to receive tears when we repent. It is a gift to see our sins so that we can do something about it, like this woman. But too many times we get stopped in our pragmatism. Well, if I were to do that, then I couldn't have this. And really, the question is, what happens if you don't repent? What happens if you don't shed those tears? What happens if you don't give everything to Christ? We have to give Him everything in our life, including the darkness, including the sinfulness. We have to make Him the King of our life, the King of everything. The king of our money, the king of our politics, the king of our work, the king of our time, the king of our calendar, the king of our entertainments. And that is what we see this woman doing. She comes and falls at his feet and says, you are the pearl of great price and I will pay any price to have you. And how often do we take Him for granted? Because He is always here. I'll go to church another day. I'll go to confession another day. I'll repent another day. I'll say sorry to my neighbor another day. Brothers and sisters, let us emulate the sinful woman in her repentance, not in her sins, of course. But let us bring our shame and our guilt to Christ and say, Lord, I am broken, help me. And just as she kissed and washed His feet, let us also kiss and wash His feet as we wash the feet of our brothers and sisters. Let us not fall into the envy of Judas we do not want the church singing about us 2,000 years from now. Oh, the wretchedness of Father Matthew. God forbid. That's what we have. Awe oh, for the wretchedness of Judas. Seeing the adulteress kiss the traces of his feet, he was thinking with deceit of the kiss of betrayal. She loosed her braids and he was bound with wrath. Offering instead of spice, 
rotted evil, for envy knoweth not how to honor anything which is good. If you find yourself in life criticizing everything, root out that envy and that evil and make a deep repentance. Make a deep repentance. Because we do not want to be like Judas. We want to be like the sinful woman who, like the wise virgins, had her oil prepared and at the right time was able to meet the bridegroom when he came to her. Brothers and sisters, as we process, as we progress through the rest of the week, and we will process many more times, as we progress through the rest of the week, let us keep this hymn in mind. Let us keep this woman in mind as an example of the repentance that we always strive for and fall short of. But if we can even muster one tear, God will accept it. If we can make one change, God will accept it. And if we can come and say, Lord, forgive me and help my lack of repentance, He will accept it. In all humility, we have to approach the Master just as this woman did. In humility, not with presumption. With the fear of God and with faith in love, we draw near to the Master. And may we all draw near to the cross of Christ and to the empty tomb and receive the joy that this woman received by hearing the Lord say, Your sins are forgiven Go and sin no more. To Christ our God, the Savior of our souls, be glory, honor, and worship, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.